Welcome. I am so grateful you are here. Let's expand our consciousness. Information leads to transformation. Open your heart. Open your mind. We're on this ascension ride. It's an honor to bring this information to you. This is the Tabitha Polaris Show. Welcome, everyone. This is the Tabitha Polaris Show, and this is episode 44. On today's show, certified hypnotist Dawn Ferguson will discuss how to stop self-sabotage and create the life you desire. Sounds exciting. I'm so happy to have Dawn with us today. We will also learn about past life regression and future life progression. I'm very intrigued. So welcome to the show, everyone. I'm so grateful to have you share this space with us today. And again, if you enjoy the show, please, you know, leave a comment, rating, subscribe, and also share the message with like-minded friends. So I'm your host, Tabitha Polaris. I create high-frequency music and channeled meditations, and my mission is to expand consciousness, raise the frequency of the planet, and fill your hearts with joy. Check out the description for all the links mentioned to everything in the show. And if you're watching the live stream, you can post some questions. And by the end, we'll get to your questions if we have time. And if you're listening to the recording, I'm sending you a virtual hug. Love you too. So our intention of today's show is to assist you in turning on your brilliance even brighter so you can have, you can be a blessed and be a blessing. So Dawn Ferguson has 17 years experience as a certified hypnotherapist and instructor. So welcome to the show, Dawn. Say hello. Thank you so much. It is an honor being here, and uh, it's an honor serving those that are in your world, and let's turn them on even brighter, because right now, the world's a little dark for a lot of people, so let's ignite the light and bring them in and turn on their own brilliance. Thank you. That's one of the reasons why I started live streaming to like ignite social media streams with some positivity, you know? Yes. So before I get into some questions, I always pick a card for the audience or the guests. So today I thought of everyone's energy and I use the Gabriel Bernstein deck, Princeton deck. Um, The universe has your back. And I picked a card. It says, when I'm connected to my joyful presence, I attract support from the universe. Woohoo! That's a good one for all of us. So yes, that's it is. that's a theme that I think we'll be talking about today. You know, filling filling up your light and shining it out. So I'm excited. What a beautiful confirmation for the messages today. So Dawn, what exactly is hypnosis, and how can it help us reach our goals? So hypnosis is simply a state of heightened suggestibility. Are we going to accept the suggestions for either progress or pain? Because our powerful mind only has that two directions it's going to go. And the suggestions we accept will be based on the emotional state that we're in, which is the reason why when somebody's upset, you cannot walk up to them and go, oh, it's going to be okay. They're not going to accept those suggestions because that is not the current that they're in at that moment. 
So hypnosis is a state of heightened suggestibility, but it usually starts with a formal process of having you feel relaxed and at ease and feeling good because now you're going to accept the suggestions that are going to relax you into success, that getting those goals are going to have you feel even better. So hypnosis is simply a state of heightened suggestibility. We can either use it in a formal process as uh, self-hypnosis or working with a facilitator, but we can also use it by recognizing when we're in those suggestible states that are naturally occurring 150 to 200 times every single day and go, okay, this is the emotional current I'm in right now. I can either be overwhelmed and flooded by it, or I can learn to ride it like a surfer rides a wave. Mm. And that emotional energy is actually going to push me into what I want to experience. I don't have to become flooded by it. I like to say, use the stress as extra energy for success. You said something so interesting that you can have self-hypnosis or a facilitator. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, I meditate a lot. Um, I get myself in a relaxed state. Is that similar state that you have to be in to proceed with hypnosis? No. No. Any, oh. any emotional state, any mm. emotional state, you're open to suggestions. So let I'm, I'm going to dive a little deep here. So when, say we had a session, either in person or via Zoom or, you know, mm-hmm. Um, remote. Am I? Are you helping me tap into my higher self or channel higher beings of light, or are you just walking me through the process of like my subconscious? Like, what? Where are you going? How are you help? What are you helping me tap into? Okay. Most people want to tap into effects. Okay, so they did you got say that? effects? Uh huh. Oh, like cause and effect. So most people want to tap into effects, which are goals, wishes, and dreams. So maybe you got a goal of being healthy. Maybe you've got a goal of prosperity or love in that relationship. You want the effect. But if you only go after effects, then the subconscious mind, which is found in every fiber of your being, it's not just in your brain, it is the container for your identity. Then the subconscious just says, well, let's get that goal and then we're done. So we can use hypnosis to tap into the cause. And the cause is who you really are. And so that way, once you learn to peel back the programming and the conditioning and to use the fear as energy and and to use the overwhelm and to take actions that just aren't busyness, but they're the business of life, implement for impact. Once you tap into that identity, then it does not matter what effect you want to go after. You're now revealing who you really are to make it happen. And that's what I use as far as an end result when I work with a client is to tap into the cause. And then the effect happens naturally. Because a lot of people are familiar with hypnosis for effects as far as stop smoking, weight reduction, um, test taking, memory recall, um, anxiety and panic. 
but all those are based on who we're being. And if we upgrade the identity, we upgrade the results. Oh, that's neat. Now, mm-hmm. does it, how do you put your clients at ease? Because I think it would take um, a huge amount of trust to like participate in this, or unless that's a preconceived notion I have. Um, how do you put people at ease so they could like trust and relax and, and experience the best session for their greatest and highest good? And I like what you said for their greatest and highest good. They do not have to trust me. They have to have rapport with me because trust is actually developed over 91 days. It Uh takes 91 days for for our identity to be able to feel secure and be vulnerable with someone. But we can have rapport. Okay. And that rapport can happen in 10 minutes. So how do you do that? By letting them know that whatever emotion they have, because I sure in the heck wouldn't trust me. <laughs> okay, let's be honest about it. You just met me, really? And you're, you're going to get into the place where, where I, I keep my, my hopes, my wishes, and my dreams. Maybe I haven't shared with anybody else. But what we can do is we can harness the emotional state. So maybe they're a little anxious. They should be. We'll harness that energy for them to be on point to notice everything that is going to assist them while keeping them secure. Okay. My mom's watching. I have to say hi to mom. Love you. Biggest fan. Fan is mommy. Yes. (laughs) I love my mom. (laughs) Okay. She just said hi. Um, So... I guess, what is the benefit of hypnosis? Um, And like, can you can you tap into the Akashic records, past lives, future lives, what's happening now? Like, do you do you decide beforehand what the intention is? How does that work? Yes, because the subconscious mind is a goal seeking mechanism. It always must know what you're supposed to experience as a KPI, a key performance performance indicator. Okay. So what is expected from it? We set that intention before we ever move into the session. But with that being said, then we also say, you know what? There's revelation wisdom here. And we're not even aware of it yet. So we're going to ask that higher self of the person to come through and and to be able to give us beyond what our expectations are. So, yes, we do set an intention. Are we going to do past life? Are we going to do future progression? Is there something right now that the client needs to experience And we can give that pain from their past a purpose for progress. So that way their success is no longer held hostage. Whatever it is, we're going to say this is what we want to experience as an end result. But then we're asking their higher self to add on to that. That's just the foundation. Okay, there's lots of things in there I'm going to get to. (laughs) 
But first, I just wanted to clear up maybe some misconceptions about hypnosis. Like I, I was wondering, like, can I get stuck in that state? But then I read on your website that you just drift off into sleep. Are there any things that you want to put the listeners at ease that might be preconceived, like mis- misunderstandings about yes. hypnosis? Yes, the miss. There's usually four questions concerning hypnosis. And the first one is, can someone be hypnotized? Uh, yes. If they can hold their focus for approximately 10 minutes in a state where they're going to allow themselves to feel good, because you brought up meditation earlier and relaxing. Yes, you can do that, whether on your own or with a facilitator. That is a hypnotic state. You're now open to suggestion. So can you be hypnotized? Yes, you do it all day long, going in and out of different emotional states. I'm happy. I'm aggravated. Uh, I'm, I'm focused. I'm what the freak? (laughs) Okay. So any of those times you're open to suggestion. So can you be hypnotized? Yes. Will you say anything you do not want to say? Can hypnosis be used as a lie detector? No, because when you're in a hypnotic state, more of who you really are comes out and you will always make sure you're kept in a secure place. It's our conscious everyday awareness that we have a challenge with because we want to meet the expectations of others and we might violate our own values in order to please them. Mm. Okay, so will you say anything you do not want to say? No, you're actually more secure in that state than you are in a conscious state. Will you do anything you do not want to do? Again, it goes along with your values and you value being your very best. So you won't violate that. I tell people, can I turn you into a bank robber through hypnosis? No. (laughs) What if you're already a bank robber? Can I make you even better at it? Yes. (laughs) Because it's what you value. Got it. So if you value being brilliant, it will assist you on turning that light on even brighter. And can you get stuck in a hypnotic state? Now, if I were to hypnotize you and then let you drift, after about five to 10 minutes, you'd either bring yourself back up to an aware state, feeling really refreshed, or you drift off into some much needed sleep. Interesting. All right. There's lots of things you said that I prepared for later questions. So we'll get to that, everyone. But I wanted to uh, discuss self-sabotage and how to create the life that you desire. What's the number one way someone might self-sabotage their life? Yes. Okay. And it actually breaks into four categories. You've been programmed and conditioned to self-sabotage. You have been um, told that you need to solve problems, not design a life. You've also been um, programmed and conditioned to rely on things outside of you for you to be okay. And your current identity contradicts what you want to have in life. So programming and conditioning. 80% of who we are as an adult was accepted by age eight, not based on our brilliance, but based on the people that were raising us, who they wanted us to be for them to be okay. Mm. So that is our programming. 
And we need to go in and we need to upgrade the programming, not always trying to fix our weaknesses. Because when we do that, we wind up with a bunch of mediocre weaknesses. Instead, we should be focusing on what's magnificent about us. So that's our programming. Then we have our conditioning. Our conditioning is based on our emotional states because everything you do in life, every habit and pattern, all of it is based on getting an emotional need met. So out of, depending on on what behavioral scientist you follow, there are anywhere between 400 and 700 different emotional states. We have 10 that we have been conditioned to experience Two are progress-oriented, eight are pain avoidance. You never get anywhere by always avoiding pain. That If you think of conditioning your muscles and how you make them stronger, we have to condition our emotional states to use whatever shows up as a wave of energy to lift us higher, not to overwhelm us, okay? So there's that. that. Okay. Then... We, we self-sabotage by solving problems, not designing a life. The subconscious mind will not tolerate a void. You solve one problem, then it goes, okay, great. Let's solve another problem. And you go from problem to problem to problem. This is how we graduated from one grade to the next in school. How many problems did we solve? Well, that doesn't turn you on at your very best. Designing your life says, what's magnificent about you? Just like at the beginning of every show, you tap into the energy and you give people a message. That's not telling them this is what you need to fix. You're flawed. You're broken. No, it says this is what you need to bring up. And it's the support today. That's what you drew. The universe is here to support you, but you can only do that. You can design a life based on your magnificence. You cannot rely on um, OPS, other people's stuff. I like that. I'm writing that one down. <laughs> yeah. And and I toned it down a little bit. Okay. But OPS. There's a curse word at the end of that for a non-PG audience. <laughs> and if you think about it, every influencer who makes a greater impact on our souls has learned how to take that stuff in life and turn it into manure for the garden of growth. So... <laughs> So we have to rely on who we really are and then move forward because we attract what we are, not what we want. And if we want the support, say that again, we attract who we are, not what we want. If we want the support, we need to be the type of person who can receive that support without dumbing it down to our past pain. Mm. And then the very last one, our identity is out of harmony. It it contradicts our desired results because we're programmed and conditioned to make other people happy, to solve problems, and then to rely on them and their approval for us to be okay in moving forward. And until we take 100% responsibility for what we have and how we're going to use it, we'll never really get what we desire, because what we desire is our magnificence and brilliance. <sighs> okay. Everyone just take a breath and take all that in. It was a lot. It was beautiful. Mm. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you said something earlier that I wanted to address. You were talking about how we use the energy of stress by turning it into a positive instead of trying to release it, um, how you optimize stress. So 
discuss. I want to learn more. This is intriguing. Okay. So our brain, we hear about positive and negative, but how are our subconscious mind, as well as our brain, because they are two different entities, brain is between your ears, subconscious is in every cell and fiber of your being. So the, those two energetics only have either progress amplification or pain avoidance. It's not positive or negative. So pain avoidance says, I need to get away from that. Or progress amplification says, how am I going to use it? If we think about first responders, there is a crisis. Most of us would be running away. They're not. They're running towards it. They've learned to take that stress, that anxiety, that fear, and actually turn it into energy to get in, bring themselves out at their very best, and assist others that way because they've channeled it. We're the same way. Any leader who makes an impact has learned to take what would normally overwhelm someone. It's known as emotional flooding. They take that emotional flooding, and instead of being swamped by it and and drowning, they've told their mind, no, we need to use this as energy, and we're going to use it instead of pain avoidance for progress, acceleration. And so that I have clients that come to me who work with the challenges of panic and anxiety. And in one session, their powerful mind flips the switch on it, flips the emotional current, and now they turn it on to get more done with less effort. Because the stresses of life are not going to go away. In fact, the higher we climb on the pyramid of power, the more we're going to experience this pressure. But how are we going to use that pressure? We can use it for our benefit. I like this because the society always says, release the stress, let it go. But to harness that energy and flip it into something powerful is so inspirational to me. That's a great idea. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) and, And here's a very simple exercise that most people can add on in the morning. A lot of us will will ground and we'll, then we'll open ourselves up to higher energies. And what's the focus and in the attention for the day? But what I've taught um, my elite level leaders is you can end that by saying, what's the one thing I fear today? What's the one thing that I'm afraid is going to happen? And we're not going to avoid it powerful mind what is magnificent about me that is going to take that fear and here is the results we're going to get from it today we may not get resolution but we face the fear and we say not that we're going to use the weakest part of us but what's brilliant about us what's the one thing that we're going to use today to address that fear. And then this is the result I expect to have by the end of the day. So when my subconscious reports back in as the employee, because it should never be the boss, it's a terrible boss. Once it reports back in at the end of the day, because it's a goal-seeking mechanism, it goes, here's the results that you wanted. Okay. So you Many people have um, very hurtful habits that you mentioned before. Um, Can you just touch upon 
any other points about how to give that pain a purpose to progress um, in, you know, healing? Yes. Um, And first we need to give the pain a progress or a purpose for progress. But then after that, we need to stop the healing process. We don't need to keep looking for ways to heal. We need to find ways to start implementing for impact. So what, there's what's known as an imprint that creates a part. It's known as parts therapy for inner conflict resolution. Whew, fancy phrase for saying <laughs> whatever we were wounded with actually was so intense that part of our personality stopped maturing. It's also known as inner child work, shadow work. But that younger us is still showing up in our everyday awareness, trying to act as an adult, and and she actually stopped maturing. She's the one that holds that pain. So we have to free her. Um, We like to use a four-part process known as reveal, release, relearn, rejoice. Reveal. We reveal the part of us that's holding the pain. We release them from that contract. Mm. She no longer has to hold that hurt. Relearn. We have to give her something to do now. And and if you think about the younger parts of our our personality, they're full of a lot of energy and creativity and and spontaneity and play. So we, we give that younger self now permission to show up in life like that oh my gosh you get your passion back Mm. but the third part of relearn also says because the subconscious will not tolerate a void what are we going to put in place there and that is going to be our wise self our inner advisor our future self can now step in and start advising us on what we want to bring forward so we can make an impact Now, it is always now for the subconscious. So it's actually our trinity that's going to take us to the top. It is our painful past that now has a purpose. It is our higher self, our wise woman, that is now going to take the life lessons. And that's going to be combined with who we are in the present, which gives us the gift of life. So it's those three pieces coming together as our Trinity. Some people call it uh, maiden mother crone (laughs) as far as the energies that we're tapping into, but bringing all of that together is what will allow us to move forward. That's definitely going to be the sound clip for the promotion (laughs) of the podcast. (laughs) Very good. Thank you, Dawn. Did Um, did that answer your question? That's it. (laughs) It was beautiful. <laughs> Tear. <laughs> I don't know. I, a lot of time you speak and my heart just feels like it's opening up. And like, I feel my energy tingling, like you're very powerful in what you're saying. Words have energy, you know, and these concepts are really beautiful and, and empowering. So this is a fascinating conversation. <laughs> Anyone have any questions, post in the chat. Um I did see on your website the core four reasons people struggle to achieve success. Did you already touch upon that? Okay, so we have core four that we go through between the ages of eight and 13 as we develop and and begin to try to decide who we are. So we have certainty, variety, 
worthiness and validation. And each of these have a pain and a progress. Mm. Uh, the, we have to go by universal laws. And there's the universal law of polarity that says everything's created as a whole. Uh, for there to be an up, there has to be a down. In has out. Pain has progress. So each of these levels show up first as a dysfunction in our life. And then we learn to master them. And the first one is certainty. Now we get certainty through safety. We must be reliant on other people, places, and things to be okay. But as you think of a child developing and they learn to dress themselves and pour the milk into the cereal without splashing it everywhere, they're developing security. Security says if it is to be, it is up to me. And then once the child develops a level of security, they automatically pop up to the next level. Now, certainty, if life is too certain, it gets boring. So now the child is popping up into their emotional level, which is variety. And this is where they get to experience the range of emotions. And how does it always start out? dysfunctional drama, crisis, chaos, confusion. Oh, if you think of drama, queens and kings, okay, is they're becoming teenagers. And, and what they really want is to be able to express themselves. It's the freedom of expression. So you're going to have drama when it's yes or no. If it's the choice of two yeses, then you go, well, I can express myself either this way or this way. And you begin to learn to channel this energy. And then once that happens, which is the variety of emotions, now it pops up into worthiness. Because it's like, look at me, I can, I, I, I'm beginning to master myself. And so the level of worthiness is always dysfunctional as it starts, that shows up as importance. Look at me. Now, in our society and culture, we're taught two ways to gain importance. One of them is either going to be the martyr. Oh, look at me and how I must sacrifice for everybody around me. Um, or it can be narcissistic tendencies, not personality disorder. That's different. Narcissistic tendency says, look at me. I have to save you for you to be okay. So we either have to sacrifice or I have to save. And, and that's what children learn. Um, what they really want at the level of worthiness is significance. This is when we pair with somebody, um, a, a trusted mentor, teacher, guide, to show us how to bring ourselves out at our best. And so they benefit because they're fulfilling their mission, purpose, and path in life by being that guide and that mentor. And then we benefit because we learn to rely on what's phenomenal about ourselves. Now, those first three levels are what we naturally go through. The fourth level is what is done to us because now we've got a level of security look at me if it is to be look at me I've got freedom of choices I'm discovering what's really good about me and somebody in our life on the level of validation begins to become threatened by this and they're like getting a little big for your britches aren't you missy just who do you think you are and at the level of validation, we crave love, but we learn to settle from the, for the crumbs of connection. We will dumb ourselves down so somebody else doesn't feel threatened. And so each of these levels has a wound 
and it has a level of wealth because in our wound is in our wealth. If you break your arm, where it heals is going to be the strongest place in that arm once you start using it. So each of these levels, we're taught to have a problem because we're taught to solve problems. So in the core four, when we have a challenge creating the life we desire, it's because we keep going back to one of those levels, trying to fix it, when really we should be moving into our magnificence and expressing that. And then we'll be able to encompass all levels. So what it is that um, she's desiring right now as she's listening to this, the identity is at one of those levels in a functional, healthy way. And she's on a level that is dysfunctional and it doesn't even match up with what she wants. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be congruent with it by expressing ourselves at our very best. Does that make sense? Yes. And I'll just like <laughs> rewind this episode a whole bunch of times and listen to it over and over again because you're, you're giving us such beautiful um, information and I really want to absorb it over and over again to really get it. It's really beautiful. So thank you, Dawn. Oh, my gosh. Um, you say you you will never outperform your identity. What does that mean real quick? And then we can get on to some fun future life yes. regression and past life regression. <laughs> so if you have an identity that is on the level of certainty that says um, to be safe, I must rely on other people, places and things then you'll never be able to hold the power to turn what you want into your reality because you're waiting for somebody else to give you permission and they're not going to give it to you. They're going to take your power and they're going to use it for their end results. If you're at the level of variety where it's a lot of drama, crisis, chaos, and confusion, your powerful mind will seek out the people that will trigger that in you. Because you think the subconscious mind must have emotions. It's the electricity to run. And, and your subconscious runs every habit and pattern. So failure or success must have electricity, which is your emotional states. Well, you've been conditioned to have tainted energy. And so you'll never outperform results that will not be the, the fruit of those results will somehow be tainted and will always cause you problems. Or if you're at the level of worthiness and have that identity, but you're either a narciss uh, narcissistic savior or a martyr sacrificer, <laughs> um, your identity there is that you will do what's known as relationship bargaining, you will bargain in the privacy of your own mind on the behalf of someone else where you always come out the loser. Oh, I can't ask them to do that. That they, they don't have the time. They don't have the money. Oh, be, better just to dumb down my expectations of them. I'll just step in and do it. Can't ask them 
And so we have the identity. And because we attract what we are, we'll attract in a bunch of people that either want us to sacrifice for them or save them. Oh, that is a challenging way to live. And then the very last. Sounds exhausting. It is. And for a lot of women, that's the level, especially women that might be in the coaching, mentoring, therapy industry, because I've trained a lot of them over the last 15 years on how to use hypnosis with their clients. This is the level that they're at. They constantly bargain their energy on the behalf of their clients instead of turning on their clients' energy. And then the last identity can be that we have to hold ourselves back and settle for the crumbs that life has for us instead of fully engaging in the buffet. I I love the Buddhist example between the difference of heaven and hell. Hell is that we're seated at a buffet that has everything we want, but our forks are six feet long. And so we can't dive in and feed ourselves, and we're literally starving. Heaven is the same scenario, but we do what we've learned to do is take that fork and serve someone else, and they do the same for us. And that's the identity we have. Mm-hmm. We bring ourselves out in service by our magnificence, and we will then be served. The universe wants our success more than we want it, because the only way it can express itself in a healthy, functional way is through us. But we are the ones who have the choice. It's always saying more life, but we have the choice. Is it more life for growth, or is it more life for decay? We have the choice, but it's always going to be more life. Beautiful. Thank you. To seal up this topic, I'm sure everyone's very inspired listening. What's one thing the listeners can do right away tomorrow to begin the journey to change into the life that they desire? Start noticing right away when they are experiencing an emotional state. They are very open to emotion at that point in time as far as identity upgrades. So as soon as they experience an emotion, it's powerful mind. Find more ways for me to have this bliss. Or maybe it's overwhelm. Maybe it's stress. Powerful mind, find ways for me to be able to ride this wave And it's actually going to take us into the shore of what we want to experience as success. So it's either going to, it's already lifting us up and we want to find more of those emotional currents or it's a challenging current and we want to rise above it and be able to use it. Every time you're in an emotional state, you're open to suggestion, start using that for the suggestions of what you want to experience. Beautiful. I just had this amazing thought. Um, You were talking about, you know, using the pain and the energy uh, and flipping it into a positive and using that force for good or creating the life you desire or helping people and just being the goddess you are and shining or God, you know, God, man, whatever you are. (laughs) Yeah, I say goddess. Goddess or what do you say for the man? Adonis. Oh, Adonis. There we go. So um, the divine masculine, divine feminine, whatever you prefer, there are things going on in the world right now 
that could be perceived as negative, but we could actually also tap into that energy too of the grand earth uh, pain and maybe use that energy for good as well, right? Yes. That's exciting to think about. Yes. So remember how I said a moment ago, um, uh, more life. That is the number one universal law. Everything in the universe goes by it. More life. But we are the only sentient beings that we know of right now uh, that have a choice of how to experience more life, either growth or decay. Now, um, more life can be seen as disease on the decay side, or it's growing our abilities to discover things about how to be our healthiest where that disease no longer has the ability to steal from us. Mm. So yes, out in the world right now, there is a lot of energy that would be considered tainted or diseased. But no, we have a choice how to use it. And we can say, I'm going to tap into it and I'm going to use it to turn my light on even brighter. And then I'm going to use that light to ignite the lights of others because a candle is never diminished by lighting another candle. So I'm going to use it. My brilliance becomes brighter. And now others say, I want a piece of that. I want that light for myself. So yeah, we use the energy that's already in place. We don't deny it, suppress it or repress it. So that was incredible, the insight that came through for you on that. Thank you, universe. (laughs) Thank you, universe. I think it's also a great thing for everyone to hear. I mean, it's quite inspirational and it kind of empowers you. Um, it's exciting to think of things that way. I, I really, um, when this month changed, I had a, a switch of perception. It was really deep. It was like, oh, I can change my reality by changing my perception. And um, even though I already, already knew that concept, it, it actually felt a little bit deeper this month. So the, you know, once Mark shifted in, um, I was like, oh, wow my perception of everything has changed and I felt this inner peace. And then I was happy because I was like, well, if it's me or the universe, there's some peace coming through for everyone. Like I feel a shift in the whole global energy. Like I feel like now we're going to take a breath and start, you know, things are going to be a little bit easier and and peaceful. But again, changing your perception of what is going on in your life and around you really, really is powerful. Yes. And you see things as you are, not as they are. Mm -hmm. So when you upgrade that identity and what you said about this month and feeling a shift, that's because we're in what's known as a gateway month. Oh, do you tell? (laughs) So again, the subconscious must pick up on energy patterns and those are emotions. So we have certain times of the year that are considered gateways. You, you, you were in um, one room and now you're passing in from that room into the next room. So April, we will pass into another room. March is the doorway. And so if we think about doorways and gateways, what do they hold? Expectation, excitement, what's going to happen? So 
if if you're on this side of the the big ponds, as I like to call them, um, we're going into spring. If you're on the other side of the big ponds, you're going into fall. But either way, it is a time where we're getting ready for explosive growth. So if it's spring, those seeds are gathering up what they need to be able to burst out of the husk, push past the dirt in life and get back up to the light. But if you're over on the other side of the ponds, then you're looking at it's harvest time. Those plants are, are giving everything they've got. And it's a time of explosive energy to be able to gather and hold on what you're going to need for the coming season. So either way, we're in, as you said, right now a shift. And that shift says that there's getting ready to, you're getting ready to experience exponential growth or harvest depending on the energy you're tapping into. And so, yes, that's why you can be at peace because nothing's missing, nothing's broken, which is the true meaning of peace. Everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be if you tap into it. Very cool. So I think we're running out of time to go into past life regression and future life progression. So maybe you can delight us by returning one time in the future and discussing those concepts. We would love to have you back. Um. So I want everyone to know about you. So tell us a little bit about your free masterclass and bonus hypnosis session. And that link for your free masterclass is drewdawnferguson.com slash live. And that link is also in the description. So would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yes. I feel like I have to earn the right to be in somebody's life. Mm. And I, I, I don't want anything handed to me. Uh, so I want... Uh, you to experience that whoever's listening to this and the goddess or the Adonis is, is going, okay, yeah, this sounds great, but what does it mean about me? I want them to learn uh, the system and the process of revealing their magnificence and to be able to do that, a masterclass where they also get to experience a hypnosis session that's going to facilitate that brilliance being realized. And those masterclasses change every one to two weeks. So it's get in and let's work on this. And then if they decide that, yes, I'm the right fit for them, uh, we can explore the next step. So as you said, drewdonferguson.com forward slash live, or I like to say live as in live your dreams. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. And you can go there and you can see the next one masterclass that you can have immediate access to and make sure that I'm the right fit to be in your life. Beautiful. You also have a phone number that people can text. Is that just in the United States or international? That is international. So there's an international number. Would you like me to so, share that? Well, it's it's one six three six six nine nine seven seven nine one. And you can either call me or text me. If you text me and and you say consult Dawn, then I will send you a link to where we can have a no charge consult on breaking through to the best you. And again, making sure that I'm the right fit for you, where I guarantee you'll leave with a tip, tool, or technique on revealing your magnificence. Beautiful. So again, all of that information is in the description. Um, Any final comments or anything you'd like to share before we end? This was amazing. 
It was an absolute honor to serve you and your audience. And I want to thank you so much um, from my heart to yours. Thank you. And uh, I would like um, for, for her and for him, they know who they are. The, they're going to experience something a little bit later on today that has been causing them maybe some anxiety, some trepidation, some stress. They've got this. They can do it. Learn to ride the wave. Tell that powerful mind. Don't suppress and repress those emotions. Use them for revelation wisdom to turn themselves on at their brightest and begin to ride that wave of success today. Dawn, thank you so much. Um, Thank you. I hope this podcast and show brings blessings to your life and your business and everyone listening. Thank you for everyone holding the space with us today. And I will see you next week. You can visit TabithaPolaris.com to find out what I'm up to and connect with me. And again, Dawn, thank you so much for joining us. You can also join my Patreon page to join the community and gain access to private meditations, classes, and behind-the-scenes content of the podcast and me creating my healing music in the recording studio. You can also donate any amount to the PayPal link to support the show as well. Any amount is appreciated, even $1. So the essential oil of the day today is white light. It's a blend of white fir, white cedar, white spruce, and white pine. And this beautiful scent helps you to connect with nature, awaken a sense of openness, and can create a clear space of higher consciousness and awareness. I thought this was the perfect oil for today's topic. So maybe you can work with white light during your hypnosis sessions. You can diffuse it and just enjoy that beautiful, beautiful scent. So again, if you have your own Young Living account, make sure you add it to your shopping cart. Or if you're new, please use my essential oil referral link in the description of this episode or on my website. And you can get started with Young Living with any starter kit and receive a 24% discount on all current and future orders. And again, that's another way to help support the show. We have amazing guests coming up to look forward to in the future. I'm really excited about everyone coming on. We have amazing guests. So please subscribe to the show if you are interested in this content and that you don't miss out on any of these amazing guests and all their beautiful insight on how to live a better, happier, fuller life of joy. So thank you to everyone listening. Stay in the frequency of light. Open your eyes to see the truth and hold that love in your heart. Be the light, shine your light, and live in the light. See you next week. Thank you for holding this space with us today. May your hearts be filled with love and light. Keep your eyes wide open for signs from your angels. Many blessings to you, and looking forward to being with you next Tuesday.